Welcome to the Shorthand States here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast and our review of day two of this June States meeting, where all day we have been discussing the education law, the proposed new education law to replace the one from 1970 that we've been bumbling along with for uh, all those decades. And uh, we began today where we left off uh, last evening, which was with consideration to Amendment 8 placed by Deputy Lyndon Trott, supported by uh, Deputy Simon Fairclough and this was uh, a huge number of uh, exemptions effectively uh, for the colleges uh, as against the uh, the state's schools and uh, Mark this morning you were listening across to the conclusion of that debate. Yes and uh, I felt sympathy for Deputy Trott because he told members that he was up, he got about two hours sleep last night drafting his speech which he'd um, anticipated being very long, I think it ended up being about 40 minutes Um and it really just uh, went back over his main concerns, which were he didn't want to see schools that were independent um, being controlled by the Education, Sport and um, Culture Committee, which is the, what he thought the proposals were going to lead towards. Um, and it clearly it, it showed that uh, members had agreed with what he was saying and his proposals sailed through. Um, as you say, there were 17 of them. Each of the 17 got a separate vote, and I think the uh, the narrowest margin saw one amend one of the propositions succeed by only a couple of votes. But at, at the end of the day, all 17 were approved, and and it really it, it sort of uh, it set the path for a day in which uh, I really wouldn't want to have been on education, sport, and culture because they were. I think they left with a bit of a bloody nose after all that because ultimately every amendment. I think if correct me if I'm wrong, but I think every amendment was uh, was approved. Yeah, it's it's uh, certainly been uh, uncomfortable for members of uh, education, sport and culture. Um, we even heard uh, a certain amount of emotion in the voice of uh, the President, Deputy Andrea Dudley-Owen, as she was um, trying to exhort members to support her committee. And I think it's fair to say that she took some of the criticisms of the proposals to be criticisms of the committee and um, senior civil servants at education. So there were a few uh, occasions when um, members said, no, we are criticising the the proposals uh, themselves rather than uh, any individuals who've been involved in uh, the hard work of, of formulating a new education law. Um, but the, uh, it, the the end result of all that this morning was that the uh, independent colleges therefore will be exempted from many of the uh, moves being made in this education law, if, if indeed it does all go through at the end of this week. Uh, a few uncomfortable moments, uh, and one in particular when uh, the bailiff asked all of those uh, members who had a child at uh, one of the colleges to stand so that he could make a note of all of those who had an interest in it. And um, I, I don't have the list in front of me, but it was really quite a long list of members, including the President of Education, Sport and Culture. Um, so um, they're... they're one could, I suppose, imagine that some will take the view that uh, they're voting in their own interests, but it has to be said that a majority of those who uh, did not have kids at one of the colleges were also in favour of that particular movie. It did, as you say, get a, a widespread uh, support. So that was... Uh, driving a coach and horses through one element of uh, the education law. And then we moved on uh, from there to consideration of home education. And I have to say it was an education for me listening to across to this because um, Deputy Yvonne Burford, who was leading three different amendments, um, uh, who herself has home educated uh, uh, one of her children, um, 
was uh, saying, first of all, there's lots of myths about home education, for example, um, that children are relatively isolated. No, she said they're actually uh, educated within society and meet up uh, with other home educated children. There are 77 home educated uh, children on the island, currently 43 of whom are at secondary school. Um, and uh, that there was also a, uh, a myth. She said that um, that they uh, do less well academically. That was not true. And uh, she was concerned that new proposals in this education law that have not been present before would see restrictions on those parents who wish to home educate their children to do with the way that they have to register and uh, be acknowledged by education. And one particular thing that she was objecting to uh, is that um, the, the new proposal will suggest that if you have a child registered at a school and you want to deregister them, then you have to wait until um, that application to deregister has been processed before that deregistration happens, before you've effectively taken your kid out of school. Well, she said that's not the case now and should not be the case in the future, um, especially as about two thirds, she asserted, of all those children who are taken out of uh, school are uh, being taken out because their parents believe that they have in some way been failed by that school. So they don't want to be sitting around waiting for permission to, to withdraw them. Um, she also pointed out that the current advice on the website um, of, of the official state's website says that you have to wait for permission when in fact under the law that is not the case. Um, so there, there was lots of to and fro on this particular um, uh, proposal because um, members of education, sport and culture are arguing that um, in fact this would go too far, that it would uh, um, be a problematic for education to police this and uh, their concerns were over safeguarding. Um, but uh, Deputy Burford said, well, no, that's always the excuse, safeguarding. Actually, what you're seeking here is more control and it's inappropriate. And a majority of members agreed with her because all three of her amendments went through. So that was on deregistration. It was also uh, the second one was to do with um, having to pay for exams that is, was going to be means tested um, if you were deregistered from school, not any longer because that uh, amendment succeeded. Um, and then she had a third amendment, uh, the effect of which uh, escapes me now because it's been a very long day. Uh, but we've moved on very quickly. I'll think of that while we speak of the next thing because you were following um, a further amendment that uh, has come through from uh, Deputy Peter Roffey. Mm -hmm. And this is a really significant one, isn't it? Because this, uh, as we've just heard the result of it, it's been carried and uh, it's it's another coach and horses moment, isn't yeah, it, really? Absolutely, um, because one of the things that's been talked about for many, many years, I'm sure some listeners will remember, going back to the time of uh, one Dennis Mulcairin who prepared a report and there was recommendations in that, I believe, for management boards at schools. They're now being called governance boards. There was some proposals in the policy letter to set up these governance boards. There was an annex, not an appendix, an annex to the report which sort of gave some outline as to how these might work. Wasn't enough for Deputy Peter Roffey, though, who was seconded by Deputy Heidi Salisbury. They felt that there needed to be a lot more devolution of powers to these governance boards. So what they wanted um, ESC to do was to go away and report back on it. Um, there was a bit of toing and froing in debate. I mean, the South one of the strongest speeches against it, I think, came from a former education member, Bob Murray, who Deputy Bob Murray, who was saying that it was, you know, irresponsible to do this sort of thing and it would end up you know costing a lot of money and 
wasn't worth it. You know, are they going to end up having their own HR department? Are they going to have their own IT people? This is what they were calling Devo Max, as uh, Deputy Roffey referred to it. Um, but he summed up by saying, no, that's not really what he meant. He, it's, it's more of a question mark. It's more, let's go away. Let's look at it and come back and see what is this going to be involved? What services can be centralised? What can these governing bodies do? And uh, as you say, yeah, members clearly um, harmonised with that and it was approved 22 to 14. So I found it interesting, uh, the, the to and fro there where Deputy Dudley Owen was saying, well, we've got to do this one step at a time. It's fine. It's going to be reckless if we could jump down this uh, yes. big, uh, uh, take a huge leap into devolution. Mm-hmm. And Deputy Roffey saying, well, what's the point of uh, going all this, doing all this work and appointing people into a role where you're going to say, well, you know, actually, you've got nothing to do yet. But in a couple of years time, you'll have uh, more, I think, making the argument that really, well, yes, we, we either don't do it or yeah. we do it and we do it all in one go. Yeah, yeah. I think, as you say, it's, um, it's an interesting, uh, interesting move. And uh, I, I'm not entirely sure how much of the report is left to uh, to be approved now. Well, we've got more amendments that yeah. we'll be talking about right here tomorrow uh, to discuss in the morning. And yeah, I mean, it gets to the point where you wonder if it'll either be withdrawn or, um, you know, a, a move will be made to delay it altogether. A Cersei might come along. Uh, in the meantime, I have remembered what the third uh, <laughs> Burford Amendment was, uh, which was to do with the uh, monitoring of those people who are home educating. It was simply a move to ensure that uh, home educating parents would be involved and consulted on the uh, formation of the policy as to how that monitoring regime uh, will be drawn up and and will be instigated. Um, So, well, as you uh, have heard then, um, a great deal of um, thinking for education, sport and culture uh, members to do overnight and uh, a great deal of, uh, well, quite a few bruises, I think it's fair to say, um, uh, metaphorically speaking, and um, we'll be here to discuss the outcome of that and and how this education law debate actually culminates uh, in our review of day three but for now from myself and mark it's good night bye for now <laughs>